Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Truth and Love podcast. It's Brooke here. Hello, hello. It's and me. And Gordy. It's me. <laughs> I am here. Don't worry. I just had a panic attack because I didn't know that that was our intro song, but it was. <laughs> it's been that long since we've recorded. Oh, I didn't yeah. remember. It hasn't really been that long, but <laughs> apparently you don't. I was like, that's not our song. Really pay attention. <laughs> Uh, anyways episode 12 today's episode is called i don't like my church you don't or that's what it's that's what it's called i love our church yeah i love it why because we're growing we're learning we're convicted is it what (laughs) what was that last one we're convicted that's not supposed to happen in a church. Mm. Church is supposed to make you feel good, right? Yeah. Well, maybe that's why people don't like their church. Don't like conviction. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say that's probably why a lot of people don't like certain churches. <laughs> because <laughs> they leave feeling like they've done something wrong. And that doesn't happen every week. But obviously... um, I, I guess I would go so far as to say if you've... You leave church convicted all the time, then hmm. maybe it's it's not the church. <laughs> it's not you, church. It's me. Yeah. We should, <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't laugh about this. this no, is, but we this, this really is true. Yeah, it really is true. That's what a lot of people don't like it because they just get convicted all the time. Mm-hmm. That just makes me feel bad about myself. Hmm. Mm. Let's change the law so you're not so guilty. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you think maybe that happens? Oh, <laughs> do we change the church laws so we're not so guilty? Sure. That's another episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't want to go into that. Right. No. Uh, no, that will be another episode. What do you think? Um, I, I guess, what do you think the biggest thing that makes people not want to stay at a church hmm. i think it's different things you know people are drawn to churches for different reasons i think church can be your um where you get your word where you get the word preached to you right so they don't like that they may not they may not like the preacher they may not like the messages the music the music music is yeah. another thing and then the the social aspect of it. Maybe they don't like the Sunday school. Maybe there's not a children's program. Maybe it's not the cool church to go to. It's not the cool church. Friends don't go there. So what do you out of all of those, what do you think the, probably the biggest one is? Hmm. Or do you think or is there? I don't know if there's a biggest one. Do you think there is? Um do you think everybody leaves the church because that church is not preaching the gospel? No. Well, I think one you haven't used yet is there's people that start going to church, then they don't feel like it's doing any good. Hmm. So then they're just like, well, I don't feel any different. I don't see how it's affecting me at all. So I can still be a good person and sleep in Sunday and do whatever I want. On my day off? Yeah, not have to go anywhere or have the freedom to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. It could go both ways. So they don't feel any different. They don't um, feel like it's doing anything for them. So why? Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'd say that might be a big one. But I think a lot of people go to church just because they feel like they should. Sure. I think that's probably the biggest. Check that off their list. Um, yeah. You mean? Well, yeah. Fill the pew, do the things. Yeah, go, right. Fill the square. Mm-hmm. Right. We've talked about some of that. But uh, not even just to go through the doodahs, I don't suppose. I, I think it's what we call... You're laughing. <laughs> doodahs. I can't be serious when oh, you say the doodah. Oh, the day. Um... <laughs> no, but it's not necessarily going to, I guess, you know, sit in your pew just so you get credit necessarily. It's just like they might feel like they're doing something better because of, like it's not for anyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not filling a square just um, for other people to look at you and say, oh, you're doing okay. Which I think a lot of times when we've talked about that, that's kind of where my head was at, mm-hmm. I guess. But um, this is more for them, so they know they should do something. I'm going to church. Yes, right. Like, like right. 9/11. When 9/11 oh, happened, sure. I mean, it was that was a huge. People started pouring into churches. Right. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when a major disaster happens, mm-hmm. right away. Um, even even with loved ones, like um, a cancer diagnosis mm-hmm. or or a terminal illness diagnosis, I mean, it shakes people. And then they... The, There's just kind of a drawing, like, oh, I should go to church. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, There's peace and comfort and love there. I don't even know if it's that, though. Like, they just know they, they should live a better life, quote, unquote, a better life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know that it's about peace. It's just, like, there's a, there's a scare... And they're just like, oh, um, well, I should go to church, mm-hmm. and I should be going to church. But okay, so um, all of that said, um, what is the biggest reason you go to church? I go to church to learn, to keep growing, to discuss. But then again, our church is different than a lot of churches. We have a lot of room for discussion in our church. Okay, that, rather than... okay that, wait a minute. That's a good point. Um, church is different for a lot of people. So mm-hmm. um, what is church to you? Church to me is discussing the word of God together and seeking the truth together as a body. It's not a building. It's not a building, no. We could be in a living room. We could be... Wherever, outside, wouldn't have to be a building. We do Uh, meet in a church, but... In a a building. Mm -hmm. The church meets in a building. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I I don't know that a lot of people understand that. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that the meaning behind church has kind of been lost a little bit, Mm -hmm. I I think. Yeah. Um, It's like some people may go to church just because, or a certain church, just because it's the biggest, nicest building in town. Mm Mm-hmm. And you think, holy smokes, they've really got it together. I'm going to go there. So I guess your definition is it's a body of believers. Yes. That's church. Right. To to you. So what do you like about our church is that you're growing. Yes. Anything else? In the worship. You, <laughs> yeah. I know the worship leader. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yours truly. <laughs> you have a crush on him. I have a crush on the worship leader. Yeah. He's so <laughs> handsome. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so you like the music. So like from your standpoint though, has there and this is But actually no. Like 
I don't always like the music. Right. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. I don't always like the songs that you Why? pick. It's hard for me to get into them and sing some of them. Some of them are older. We we sing quite a variety of music. We do. <laughs> yeah. It ranges from hymns to like more modern worship. Right. And then some older ones that I'm just not into. Right. Yeah. Why? Well, this is not pointing a finger at you or, or like an interrogation, <laughs> but let me shine the light on you specifically. Some are less fun to sing. <laughs> That's my honest answer. Some are less fun to sing, and I love to sing. And if I don't feel it when I'm singing it, it's harder for me to get into it. Uh, one of the things that I've experienced in doing this is um, just how worship music has um, been coming into churches more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, it, <laughs> I, I, we do, we incorporate some and, and I think a lot of them are good. Some of them, um, to me, they don't do anything for it because it's, it's like five phrases sung oh, so over repetitive. and over and over. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's like you get really bored. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of those really affect people at certain times yeah. because we also we also play some mm-hmm. like I exalt thee. That's uh mm-hmm. you know that's been around forever. There's a little short verse, and then the chorus is I exalt thee, I exalt thee, I exalt thee, O mm-hmm. Lord, and then you yeah. sing it again. And and what's fun for me is I stand. I'm actually standing, so it's backwards. I'm standing in the back mm-hmm. doing worship. So we pull it up, and, and it's a PowerPoint. And uh, but standing in the back and seeing just. Like how it hits me, how it hits certain people mm-hmm. in church. And it's just like, you know, you can feel, like I can mm-hmm. see, you can feel it, but I can see like the Holy Spirit just affecting different Move people. people. Yeah. And and it might be the simplest of song. It might be the, you know. More a, powerful one. It might mm-hmm. be a new one. Yeah. That they don't even know that, you know, you just, the Holy Spirit's there with you and it, and it opens up the lyrics, I guess. But um, so I guess what I'm getting at is de- no matter what the church, like we've sang at different churches and there's been a wide range of them mm-hmm. and worship music is starting to come in to more of them and, um, not a takeover. So like what's, what's bad is when they just throw a hymn book away. Sure. Because the message is is powerful in hymns Mm -hmm. and i think there's also a movement in some churches and this is why people leave church um they they will just absolutely throw all of the Mm -hmm. hymns away and say that's not worth anything Mm -hmm. you know we're gonna sing these new ones and i think that drives people away Mm -hmm. um equally there's some churches that are dying because they will not bring worship music into their building right and um when the quartet sings, we've picked up a couple of worship songs and we sang at one recently and I was surprised as we're on stage singing, um, how many older people are actually singing. Like they don't sing any of the older songs that we've been singing a long time, they but know the worship songs. The worship songs. Mm-hmm. And so at the, I guess it used to be, well, that's the young people's music. Right. And, but now that's, that's changed. Mm-hmm. So as a church, um, does the music have a message and is it truth? Mm-hmm. And if, if there's truth there and there's a desire for that and you just refuse, if it's not going against the Bible, 
and people are looking into it and it's moving people. As mm-hmm. I said, I stand in the back and I can see the Holy Spirit moving through people out of the song. I mean, they're just denying that and they're saying, no, not in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see that's, that's, and in some of those cases, the people don't leave the church because they've been going there for so long. Mm-hmm. Right. So at what point, this might get us into trouble. Uh, but this is truth and love. But at what point, and not just music, but all, all the way through, if you're hearing the same sermons over and over and over again, and there's there's no, um, th- it feels like there's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. At what point do you assess the church you're at and say, hey, you know, should I start looking? Mm-hmm. And that one's a hard, that's a hard one. That is a hard one. So, I mean, what, I guess for you at the church, where you're going, mm-hmm. which is our church, um, what would it take for you to say, all right, hey, I know I like my, I've always liked my church, but I need to start looking for something else? I think the only way that I would leave our church would be if we were no longer preaching the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, give an example. If we just decided to preach anything that goes against the Bible. You mean like to be more popular? Yeah. Or or not even more popular, but just less confrontational, I suppose, as some people would say. Sure. So if there's um, compromising of truth, Mm -hmm. then it's time to get out. Then it's not... Not necessarily either. I think that we should... If we do run into a situation where the truth is not being preached at our church. I think that's the point where we as Christians point that out and address yes, it with hey, our church. Hey, why aren't we? Hey, doing yeah. This? Right. Sure. Like are we all in agreement that this is now truth? Are we all in agreement that we're going to go against the Bible here? Or are we going to correct it? And I think that if you can get corrected, then there wouldn't be a reason to leave. Yeah, I think for me, what has been lost, um, I'll ask myself these questions since you won't say, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Oh, thank you. So (laughs) nice of you to ask. (laughs) Uh, I think for me, the definition of a church, and and I think in the Bible, the first time it really mentions church um, is when the bio, was when the disciples were together right after Jesus's uh, death and and resurrection and ascension, and it says they were they were together in one one mind. Mm-hmm. You know, they so were all like minded. They were like minded. The same goal, right? And that was Jesus. Mm-hmm. That was their goal. I mean, that's it's preaching Jesus, and and they gathered together. They ate together. So I mean, they, you hear. You know, churches have potluck, and I don't mm-hmm. know if they, I don't know if there's many of them do now, you know, post yeah. COVID, everything, pandemic, mm-hmm. whatever. I, I mean, I think a lot of that kind of went away. And, um, in the mindset that, hey, we can have church on a Zoom, yeah, or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just so, um, for me, it's, it's these people that just have this in common, and this is their main purpose in life and their main goal is Jesus. Mm-hmm. So they got together and they ate together. They mm-hmm. did stuff. They, they shared. They sold possessions and shared with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, just so nobody had a, a need. 
you know, their needs were covered. And, and that was the whole thing. And that was the first time I think the Bible actually calls it a church. Mm-hmm. So it was these people were gathered together. It wasn't the building they were in. The people were gathered together. So I guess for me, if I were going to a church and I didn't feel that, um, it's time, it, it, I need to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and it's not um, just be flighty with one and, and don't commit to one. Um, it's you need to have, especially with the, the ruling authority of the church, um, it needs to be like-minded. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you're, if your purpose is not focused on Christ, that church is going to be led astray and it's going to be whatever's popular whatever's not confrontational, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's moving away from truth and just, um, and I think some, some churches are good at this and it seems good. Um, but you're inclusive of people trying to bring people that wouldn't normally go to church into the church. Mm-hmm. And that's an outreach, but church isn't necessarily Sunday services, for example, is not necessarily the purpose is not outreach. I mean, the church is a right. body of believers that are like-minded and they're they're um, encouraging one another mm-hmm. and just fellowshipping with one another. And I, I think that's what church is. So um, why do people get so unhappy at church? I think it has a lot to do with our human nature of being... Mm, Prideful? Pride probably gets in the way. Um, explain that. How would how would pride make you not happy at church? I think that when we let our human emotions take over in church, like when we don't let God be God in his own house and we we just bring ourselves into it, we make it we make church about us. Mm-hmm. That's when we run into problems. So whether it is a pastor who has stopped letting God be God and has taken his messages out on his own and his own opinions are being preached rather than the truth, Uh then so that would be one example. And then another example would be me as a um, church member who feels convicted from a message that I know is truth, but I don't want to believe it as truth. I'm letting my pride get in the way and just running from that truth. Mm-hmm. And then also, I think in the whatever activities, um, church music, you know, maybe we want a position that somebody else has in the church and we don't think that they're doing it as well as we could be doing it. Yeah, or maybe we don't think they uh, they deserve to be in that position. Sure, sure. So we let a lot of our human emotions get in the way, and sure. we just stop making church the church, and we make it our own little social event, our own whatever. Yeah, because then you can have cliques. Right. Right. So right. you have groups of people that can really disrupt. Right. So I think if church. you are considering the statement, I don't like my church, then you need to be specific in your heart about why you don't like your church. What is it exactly that you don't like? And does that line up with the Bible? Do you not like it because the church is not lining up with Scripture? Or because something is just 
something in scripture is rubbing you wrong. Yeah, the one thing, I mean, you said something that that is so right, and it's got to be very important, but I want to reiterate this. If you don't feel like your church is going down the right path, speak Mm -hmm. up. Yes. It's, save, I mean, save each other. We're called to correct and rebuke each other as Christians. So if the truth isn't being taught, then make it known. Right. So in your church, if you feel like um, we're moving away from truth, speak up. Um, two, I heard this uh, a few years ago, and it was real simple. It says you get out of church what you put into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're, that's the other thing, I think, to, to assess. If you're not happy in your church, how much effort are you really putting into right. it? I mean, I I was just thinking about a, a vending machine. Do you get mad at a vending machine because it won't just drop out what you want when right. you didn't put any money into it? Right. You know, that's unfair and that's unreasonable to expect something um, when you just show up and say, okay, preach to me, I dare you. Right. Which is what I think a lot of people do or, or they're, mm-hmm. they're just because they know they're supposed to be there. They don't know why. Mm-hmm. They just have this feeling that, oh, gosh, I need, like, like a tragedy or right. whatever. Oh, gosh, I need to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you really getting out of church? So keep in mind, on churches, we really believe it is a body of believers that are like-minded. Mm-hmm. But first and foremost, that's mm-hmm. what it is. In uh, truth. In truth, yeah. Which is God's word. Yeah, not, not like-minded not, <laughs> with not, craziness. In sin. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to be like-minded in sin. Right. Anything else? I don't think so. I'm I'm good with that. You want to just um, you know go into a little more depth on on how awesome your uh, worship uh, pastor is at church? Well, he could take um, what is it called? Suggestions more? Oh, uh, what is that called? Request. Request. That's the word. That's you could take them. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do with them? Play them. <laughs> oh, we work on that. And the other thing, too, I think church needs to be fun. It does. Even if you're convicted. It doesn't have say, to be serious, serious all the time. No. no. E- even if you're convicted, mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. good. Right. I mean, conviction's good. Right. When it's grounded in truth. Yes. So don't run away from conviction. No. You know, embrace it and fix it and move forward with it. That's all I got. That's all I got. Thank you for joining us today, and we will talk to you again soon. See you. Bye.